Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Quest for New Inspiration. My name is Katie Mashler, and as always, I am sitting down with an inspirational guest, and I am so excited to share with you Jesse Terranova. He is a big travel enthusiast and just an all-out inspiring guy, and I hope he inspires you as much as he's inspired me. If you just want to get started by telling me who you are, what you do, you're kind of whole enchilada, as I like to say. <laughs> okay. I like that. And we'll go from there. I'm more of a burrito. Um, oh, a lot of good stuff packed in there. <laughs> <laughs> hard, to, hard to break in there. But no, so my name is Jesse uh, Terranova. And so originally I'm from New Jersey. And I've actually just moved to Portugal like three weeks, almost coming on a month now. It's been a really, really large transition in my life. And just adjusting to it, kind of navigating through the new terrain, like building community. And this isn't my first rodeo. I've lived in different places over the last three to five years. So it's definitely helped me just emotional intelligence, just building my mindset, discipline, and knowing there's going to be some obstacles along the way. Like there's going to be some hard days, going to be some easy days. But for the most part, it's pretty challenging in the beginning. And so the last couple of years have been tricky because I work in the hospitality space in travel and tourism. And as you know, it's kind of been tricky for people who work in that space the last two years. <laughs> for sure. Uh, Thanks, COVID. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there's positives to everything. I think I'm more of like an optimist. And so I try and find the, the good things in life. And so I saw all your questions because we were communicating through Instagram. And then it's kind of wild, but a couple of days ago, this was Monday now, I went to sign in and Instagram deactivated my Instagram, which I was like, that's like for no reason at all. And I was just like, I just got a message like your account has been deactivated. And I was like, that's odd. So obviously like I went through the whole like system of just like putting in like an inquiry and trying to see if I can get it back. But um, like at first I was like, well, that sucks. And then I thought about it and I was like, well, it's happening for me, not to me. Like there's a reason this happened and it's not the end of the world. Like I, I spent probably like seven, eight years, like putting together content, building a brand, um, using it to drive traffic to my website and my business. And now it's all gone, which like I said, kind of sucks, but I have no problem building it from scratch again. You know, it, it is what it is. So things like this happen, but you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So like, <laughs> let's dial back a little bit. What led to moving to Portugal full-time? So I've always wanted to live in, so I guess I've lived in many different places. And so I've kind of been looking to grow roots somewhere. And that's always been my intention in my moves, but I just haven't made the right move, I suppose. And so I did like loads of research on places that expats typically live like from America and Mexico is always, you know, top of the list, Canada. And then obviously you have like Interesting places like South Korea that make that list, Spain, uh, certain certain places in the Norwegian countries. But Portugal was like always the top of the list for some random reason. At the time, I, I thought it was random. And then I've, I've actually been here about three, four times in the past and absolutely love this country. It's so diverse. It's unique. Um, you have mountains, you have islands, you have the beaches. Lisbon is one of my favorite European cities. People are so welcoming and inviting. So through my business, um, they have a really, really great program. It's called, um, you know, a lot of people come here. It's called the golden visa. If you invest a lot of money in Portugal, you're able to acquire it. And I went through something called the D7 visa, 
And so you just have to show business revenue, um, fill in a little bit of paperwork, and typically you're approved, you know, coming from America. So I figured I'd go for it. In five years, if I stay, I'll get automatic permanent citizenship in Portugal. And then I can live anywhere in the EU. My kids one day can live anywhere in the EU or the US. They have the option. So yeah, thought that would be just a cool journey for me to, to, to embark on, you know? That's awesome. So you explained a little bit about your business, but do you want to kind of elaborate on what exactly it is you do and what your brand is? Of course. Um, so I work as a travel advisor in more so the luxury space. So I put together um, unique and personalized experiences. It was originally for pretty much like it was group travel. It was multi-gen trips. It was corporate travel um, and couples travel. And then I decided the last few years just to focus on couples. And so it's um, romantic, romantic getaways, honeymoons, milestone trips, things like this and all over the globe. And so I have like a unique spin on it where I um, try and incorporate mindfulness and, and meaningful travel And then for me, I struggle with this myself is like, I would go on all these extraordinary experiences. I've been to over 35 countries and I love the travel and I come home and I'd like have difficulty, like the word that I use is integrating it back into my life. Like, what do I do now? Like, I just had experience of a lifetime. What's next? And so I put together a course. I'm thinking about putting an ebook together at some point as well of integrating what you learn into while traveling into your everyday life. And so what I mean by that is I feel like people are more inclined to take risks, you know, get outside their comfort zones, do things they normally wouldn't do, be more adventurous, try new things while they're traveling. And then they come home and they kind of forget that, that appetite that they had or that lesson they learned or that experience they had. It just kind of goes in like some memory bank that I guess comes back when they travel again. And so my goal is I love personal development. And so I want to kind of in, integrate that back into your life to kind of help improve your life and show you that you can use that like newfound knowledge in, in your everyday life and in more practical situations. Yes, that is amazing. I, that's one of the reasons I was so excited to, uh, one of the reasons I was so excited to talk to you is because I've had travel just kind of embedded in my life. Uh, my family has owned a travel agency And my grandfather, who lived to 98 years old and still traveled until the day he died, always preached, 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 uh, always take the time to smell the roses. And even though he gets to go see all these like magical sights and he always brought back the lessons and memories and like really took advantage of being involved, like being involved in somebody else's culture and soaking all that like goodness in. So, yeah, I really love that. That was so exciting to reach out to you. From what I read, your grandfather was instrumental in like sparking this greatness in you. Um, yes. And so that's really cool. Do you mind? Like, I'm so curious. So was that when you were a lot younger or just through the years or was there a certain point you remember when you were like, I'm going to have a podcast or build a business or, you know, go on my own? Well, um, he kind of had like um just like a whole business mentality and just like being a businessman and so and then my mom has the same thing and so it was just kind of rooted in their life um but I don't know I guess it was just kind of ingrained in my everyday life 
just something I always wanted to do. He always like pushed me to explore every opportunity. Um, when I got my first job, I was so excited to call and tell him my first job was actually at a bank and he actually worked at a bank until he retired. So getting to tell him that I, he was so, so excited. And, but yeah, just that mentality was just kind of ingrained into our family, but, um, just also that hard work, but making sure that you, take the time to spend time with your family and like grow that relationship as well is just those yeah. two things. So then, yeah, when I, I guess when I took the chance in starting a podcast, he was just the biggest inspiration in all factors of my life. So I kind of just pivoted around him. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. He's got some good core values there, family and positive, optimistic mindset and yeah. but family. I mean, I'm so close with my family as well, so I can definitely relate. Uh, it's it's kind of all we have, no? If you look, if you think about it, <laughs> mm-hmm. I know I miss him a lot, but he lived yeah. a great ninety-eight years, and I was it was Good impressive. Life. So yeah, yeah, I hope I get the chance to even live up to that. And the sure. marriage that him and my grandmother had was just beautiful. So it was amazing. He's an amazing man. Great, <laughs> <Right. laughs> that's great. All right, so with all that, like travel and everything they're obviously I guess you mentioned it earlier when you get back it's kind of hard to integrate back into normal reality is there kind of something that you do when you're kind of feeling down in the dumps or maybe you're not traveling at the moment so everything's not so exciting or something like that Mm -hmm. yeah I mean it kind of goes into your mindset uh, for me at least and so kind of putting things into perspective and, and um, something that I do and I highly recommend, I know like a lot of women already took up this practice and I know it's becoming more popular amongst men, but is journaling. And so I think it helps significantly. It's advantageous in many ways to just kind of get all your thoughts out on paper and it doesn't need to be like handwritten. You can type it up or write it in your notes, but I think in times of confusion and overwhelm, our mind can take over and thoughts can start out as like little seeds and then grow to these like giant problems. And so just getting it out there is always helpful. Um, I was, I have a big community of friends. And so, you know, I also, yeah, it's a community, but I also call it a support system. And so I know the type of people that I can call. And so some people may not have that, um, but I'm very blessed in the fact that I have like reliable friends where or even family I can call when I'm like feeling a little off or whatever to kind of help get me back on. You know, there's also certain things that work for other people. So it's hard for me to say like, do this and this will work. Um, (laughs) But you know, there's, there's yoga, there's moving your body. There's so much science backed into a good diet. I guess someone's doing something for their house. Like so much science backed up to like really good nutrition, eating good and kind of making sure you're not overeating or having too much junk food or sugar or whatever. So that's helpful. But to tie it all back into the travel is um, something that really helps me is I love taking photographs. And so when I look back at the photos that I've taken, it really helps me to put me back in the moment and that place that I was um, to maybe like get a spark of like, Oh, you know, this is how I felt or, you know, this is, this is an experience that I had that really I hold close to my heart. But Again, it's, it's kind of looking at 
your travel experiences and then being able to say, you know, what did I overcome during this trip or what did I learn from this trip and how can I implement it into my everyday life? And it depends on your certain situation, right? But there's a lot that goes into it. And uh, to give you the short answer, it's just, um, it's going to be unique to you, to the individual. On the journaling note, I actually, since I'm a podcaster, I just do audio recordings, which is Sure. Almost. Hopefully no one ever finds those. <laughs> but I mean, same with the journal. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, so we talked about my grandfather earlier, uh, who inspires me, who would be somebody that inspires you, whether that be like family or just somebody that their travel journeys inspire you? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, in life, specifically, like my role model, my hero has always been my dad. Um, just how he like handles situations, his outlook on life. It's like a super simplistic and down to earth person. And so I've always looked up to him in that, in that manner. And like, just how he approaches life is just really, it's just different from, from what I've seen in, in other people, I suppose. Uh, like a man of integrity, very honest, like lives his life by like a certain, like just a certain way. So I definitely say he would be my role model in a lot of like, values and habitual things in my life when it comes to travel that's a great question I, I i'd like to say that i inspire myself through my travel and so when i go to new places or new landscapes or just go out to be in nature that's when i'm at my best and i receive these like really incredible ideas and inspirations and i surprise myself a lot of the time too and so in the most humble way like having traveled to as many places as I have at like kind of, you know, early 20, early twenties, I got the opportunity to do that into my late twenties. Now I'm just really blessed to have done that. I met so many amazing people along the way and it's kind of hard to put my finger on one or two of them, but yeah, you just get an introspective view to the amazing things you can do in each place when you meet locals or amazing people from different parts, parts of the world. And lastly, I'd say Will Smith, like I, he's, he's like, it's incredible. <laughs> Um, ever since Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, like I watched that, I used to be, I used to stay up to like three, four in the morning, like on my couch when I was like, probably in like middle school, like before high school watching, watching it. I don't know. Nick I was night. Just, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, and yeah, like all his movies just like move me in like, in like a, just a way that I'd not move by other actors. Like I have Pursuit of Happiness. Like I carry the actual movie. Like I don't, it's like the disc in there. It's obviously 2000. 21 2022 now so like no one watches i'm sure no one uses it anymore they just whatever but i have the disc and i just i and i have his book and so it's just so inspiring and there's so many other movies that people don't really know about that he's in that are unbelievable obviously him and him and his new um you know in the new disney plus nat geo show i haven't gotten to watch that yet i'm very um, excited to, for it yeah i'm half I, it's, it's out and so my friend just gave me his disney plus username password because I don't have it and I'm like dude thanks so much came to watch this when I get the time and I'm halfway through Will and I, I love Mark Manson I, like what an honor that must have been for him to like get the okay to, to write Will Smith's autobiography like that's talk about a career maker there um, so yeah I, he he's just so inspirational and I don't know his his outlook on life the questions that he asks like because we all like we all ask questions whether we know it or not to ourselves or others and I was listening, I think it was Jim Quick or it could have been, could have been someone else, but I think it was Jim Quick. And he was talking to Will Smith and 
he's asking, he was asking, he was saying, what question do you ask the most? Like, what is your question? Because like I said, we all, whether we know it or not, we have this internal question that we ask. And Will Smith's question was, how do I add more wonder to my current situation? Not, not how do I add wonder? How do I add more wonder? So in everything that he does, he's always adding this like awe-inspiring wonder, laughter, like incredible moment experience situation. Like he's just so good at it, as you could probably imagine his movies. Um, so that was like, whoa, that's, that's his question. That's cool. <laughs> Gotta get on Will's level. <laughs> oh gosh, that he is. Wow. He's amazing. Yeah. He's one of my favorites for sure. Um, so this might be a little bit of a harder question. What is like, what is your favorite travel story so far? If you can just pick one out of, in, I'm sure you have thousands of thousands, but pick one of the top 10. Yeah, that's a great question. I'm so glad you didn't ask me what my favorite country I've been to was because I get that <laughs> way too often. I'm like, I don't know how to answer this. Probably Iceland. Um, oh, it was, yeah, because it was earlier, earlier. It was like, was it 2016 or 2017? So I graduated in 2015 from college and lived in New York for a couple of years. And when I was living there, I had uh, met this um, really beautiful Icelandic girl. And so we you know, one of my couple of dates when we were in New York, when she was in New York and her, she was an au pair there. So she went back to Iceland, her visa was up and she's like, do you want to come back with me? Um, and I was like, just to come visit. And at the time I was working at PwC, it's the world's largest professional services firm. So I was like, oh, it should be much easier to, to kind of make that, take the time off now. Like it's not like a small startup. And it was, I was on a project at the time it was quite hard to get off, but my manager at the time was really cool and let me go. So I went to Iceland for 10 days, met up with, with her and just had the most amazing experience. And that's kind of when I learned that you can go online and research for like days and try and find like the best places to go. But unless you go or even meet with somebody, even it's, even if it's for a couple hours or a day, it's for someone to show you like the authentic part of where they're from, um, you'll never get that that similar experience. So for 10 days, we... Saw the Northern Lights many times. We snowmobiled on the second largest glacier in Europe. We went on these some of the most incredible hikes through waterfalls. Uh, we drove the entire island. Iceland's called the land of fire and ice. So there's volcanoes there, as you probably know, in the past two years. There's, or maybe it was, I think it was last year or earlier this year, the volcano erupted there. And so it was just this like, because I have such as... Uh, I don't know. My, my mom said this growing up. She's like, you have this like, is it, is it zeal or zeal? The Z-E-A-L. I think it's zeal for life. It's like some word. I don't know. I think it's zeal, but it's like, it's this passion. It's this, just this love. And she always said I had it for life. And so that time I was like able to kind of like demonstrate like my adventurous side and just kind of like going out randomly, like meet this girl. And yeah, it was just such an amazing experience, like way different than anything I had ever experienced before. Before. And so I got a lot of inspiration from that trip to, to kind of show myself what I'm capable of. Like I am able to travel independently to anywhere. And it was such a beautiful, beautiful country too. I highly recommend Iceland if no one's ever been. <laughs> yes, that is definitely on the top of my bucket list for sure. Well, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but um, do you have any like go-to mantras or kind of affirmations that you've gathered as you've traveled? I tried earlier this year, 
um, during COVID, I was living aboard uh, a super yacht. So we were doing charters in the Caribbean. We, were, we took it from Florida to Italy for a Mediterranean season. So it was like an 18 day crossing the Atlantic Ocean. Um, so I spent a lot of time at sea and just a lot of like quiet, like <laughs> very quiet times on, on the sea, but it's very peaceful. It's very tranquil. Um, you kind of get to learn a lot about yourself and the people who are on the boat, the crew. And so I kind of did this challenge where I was quite busy running the charters, but I put a quote on my story for hundred days straight. Um, whether it be listening to a podcast, reading a book throughout the day, if I heard something, I love learning and growing and expanding. So I'm always trying to learn new things every day. And so whatever I learned, I just shared with my followers or whoever wanted to listen, you know? And so there are a few that always stick out to me. Um, and I find myself like really utilizing pretty often to help me, to help me kind of overcome something that I'm going through. And so the first one that comes to mind is comparison or comparing is a thief of joy. And it's so simple, but it's such a really profound quote because, you know, a lot of times you'll catch yourself comparing your business to another person's business or yourself to another, uh, to another person. And it's just, it literally is the thief of joy. And it's like, it's so profound. That's like, oh, I'm not going to do that because it's going to take my joy away. So I don't do it. <laughs> as soon as I, as soon as I see myself going down that like road or that path, I'm like, nope, be for joy. So that helps. I think it's Mark Twain it could be someone else. Cause when you're going through these quotes and posting them, like there's like five different authors or people who said they said it. So I don't know if Mark Twain said this or not, but um, you'll worry less what people think when you realize how seldom they do. So that's super powerful. And it also goes like hand in hand with, um, I think it's Don Miguel Ruiz. It's the four agreements. One of his agreements is don't take things personally. And so, you know, that chapter is really awesome. But just that one quote is like, whoa, like people actually aren't even that worried about my appearance or how I look or how I'm speaking. Like it does these things, these, these minor details that we like worry about so much, they're really not that big of a deal. So that helped. I'm trying to give you one more. Let me think. Yeah. I don't know. There's so many, and I guess it depends on like what area of your life, you know, I think some of my truths probably maybe it doesn't have to be a quote per se, but some of my truths, I'll give you some of those. The first one that I always, always try and hold close to me is never take yourself or life too seriously. I think it's so important because we can get so caught up in like the nitty gritty of life or work or our careers. And we forget to like have fun. And like, this is within reason, obviously, like don't go out and have fun like 24 seven, unless you're <laughs> me, but <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I work. But um, yeah, I think that's an important one. And, you know, there's always different values that people hold close to them. But I'd say that those are the ones that I try and focus on, at least in this chapter of my life that are kind of helping me get through. What about you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can relate to all of those for sure. Um, but one of my favorite quotes is um, patience, perspective and hope. So just like those are three things that I wanted really to take into college with me, just having the patience to deal with like, all the different like things that, you know, college life would throw at you. And then just also having the time to take a different perspective than most people would, or even just stepping away from your own perspective and seeing what other people would see. And then just having hope in all of those situations. So that's my little quote, but I loved I loved your last one. I was actually talking to my coworker yesterday. He was telling me 
um, I could hear him down the hall. He was like, yeah, I'm going hunting in a little bit, but, um, and I'm not coming back to work afterwards. And I was like, oh, wow, that's impressive for him because he's just working constantly and we work at a garden center. But, and then he came in my office and he was like, well, you know, I was just like working all day and then like in the tree, in his hunting tree, he was on his phone doing emails. And I was like, you know, it's okay to like not be on your phone and you don't have (laughs) to answer those emails. Once the sun goes down, put your phone away. Like, it's not, nice. it's going to be okay. So yeah, just giving yourself that break and knowing when that's okay. So I love that. Yeah. Do you I have agree. any last piece of advice you want to share? Yeah, I think it's interesting too, because like a lot happens throughout each of our days. And I just feel like there's just way too much fear. It's like a negative energy loop going on around us in the world right now. And it's, it's quite sad. And I know like this is only temporary. And I mean, I know that I, I feel like the majority of the world right now can't zoom out and see that it's just temporary. Um, what's going on right now. And so, yeah, there's lots of fear. There's lots of worry and you know, it's, it's temporary. So that's number one is that this soon shall pass and we'll get, we'll get back on track. And the second thing is you don't have to listen to all the noise whether it be from like news channels or people in your life who are negative and affecting you, like you have the ability to change your circumstances. Like you have that ability. You can like, you can do that right now. If you want to, you just have to make a choice and a decision. Uh, I know it sounds drastic and tricky and hard and challenging, but just know that you have that opportunity. And so that's something that I've loved to do through the years is just inspire people to show them like what's possible. And whatever it may be, like physically, like mentally, you know, you, you can pretty much do whatever you want to do within reason. If you put the time in and the effort and you have a dream and you manifest it. And so, yeah, I think it's just sad when I see people who don't reach their full potential, because we all have like an untapped reservoir of potential, right? Like we all have it in us. Um, it's somewhere in there, but yeah, I think that'd be my advice is to just, you know, if, if you can dream it up, you can probably make it happen too. It may take time, you know, it's another thing too. You have to have patience and it's not going to happen overnight. Sometimes it may, but it takes time. And so just see that vision and, and, you know, don't give up on it. I know way too many people who, who tell me like, Oh my God, I wish I could have did that. Like, you know, people who are now maybe in their forties or fifties who look back on their life, but it's never too late. And, and there's so many things, you know, you can do, there's so many ways you can live life you know? And, and so maybe ask the question, like, instead of like, what do I do for a living? Or am I ha- like, how do I want to live my life? Like that may be a good place to start. And, you know, from there, maybe you can make some changes, positive changes that you want to, that you want to incorporate. Wow. You're just full of little golden nuggets. That was, that was awesome. Well, um, if, <laughs> if people wanted to learn more about you or maybe try planning a trip or, contact you where would they go so the instagram was always the go-to um i've spent a lot of time on that through the years to kind of build the community and some credibility and obviously i had mentioned earlier in the podcast um fingers crossed i'm confident it'll it'll come back i have no idea why it was deactivated um i went on some youtube videos and apparently it happens to a lot of people so that would be where you can find me if not facebook would be good too as well um i had everything linked to my instagram on there so 
trying to figure out how I'm going to get that back to like some, some links and websites and stuff, but Facebook would be a good place to start. And um, yeah, LinkedIn. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you so much. That was awesome. My pleasure. It's good to connect with you. And that is it for this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Every single play truly does mean the world to me. If you guys love the podcast, make sure you let me know by sharing the podcast, leaving a review, or a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. And if you're interested to staying up to date with the quest for new inspiration, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And make sure you get some of your own quest for new inspiration swag. See show notes for more details.